she became an activist, she said I inspired her. She was 20 years not blind, and now she is, and she's disappointed her business license that she has here. She's very, she does it very well. She's exciting, and she just does well in each of them. She's the Protestant in the Methodist Church in Colorado. She went to the Archbishop's dinner with me. This time, I'd like to call this meeting to order. Today is Thursday, April 13, 2023, and this is a meeting of the Rent Stabilization Commission for the City of West Hollywood. We would like to begin by acknowledging that the land on which we gather, currently known as the City of West Hollywood, is the occupied unceded seized territory of the Gabrielino Tongva and Gabrielino Keech peoples. Uh, Vice Chair. Would you like to lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance? Right hand over the heart. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you all. Ms. Secretary, may we have a roll call, please? Yes. Commissioner Kirpies? Present. Commissioner Martz will be absent for tonight. Commissioner Wright? Present. Vice Chair Ayers? Here. Chair Topshin? Here. We have a quorum. Next is um, approval of uh, tonight's agenda, and um, um, it has to be noted that the appeal, appeal application D-4690 has been removed from tonight's agenda. And with that uh, amendment, do we have a motion? Motion to approve. I'll second. Okay. Uh, we have a motion to approve and the second. Uh, Ms. Secretary, maybe we're all vote. Commissioner Kirpies? Aye. Commissioner Wright? Aye. Vice Chair Ayers? Aye. Chair Topshin? Aye. Uh, motion passes, thank you. Next is approval of uh, the minutes. We have the minutes from the last meeting on Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. Has everyone, has everyone re reviewed the minutes? Yeah, I just wanna, um, okay, I, I wanna uh, mention that I was absent uh, and I'm not gonna uh, vote on, the, on this, uh, so, do we have a motion? A motion to approve the minutes from the meeting, from last meeting. Second. We have a motion in the second to approve the minutes from the last meeting. Madam, Madam Ms. Secretary, maybe have a roll call vote. Yes. Commissioner Kirpies? Aye. Commissioner Wright? Aye. Vice Chair Ayers? Aye. Chair Topshin? Abstained. So... Mr. Chair, do we have the quorum? Um, thinking... Uh, we're going to ask the le uh, legal counsel, Ms. Nathalizio, we probably don't have a um, quorum for the minutes. We can leave it for the next meeting and uh, when we have a quorum. Is that how it goes? Yeah. yeah. Um, with the current makeup of the commission right now, that's, that's fine, Chair. That's fine? Yes. That's fine. Okay. All right, then uh, motion passes. Thank you, everyone. 
And um, that brings us to the next item on the agenda, which is the public comments. Um, Ms. Secretary, are there any speakers at this time? Yes, we have two speakers in person, and then I believe we might have one more on Zoom. All right, so before, before we begin, um, uh, where's the disclosure? I, I don't think I have a disclosure. All right. Okay, before we start, I'd like to uh, uh, mention that the Rent Civilization Commission values or comments. However, pursuant to the Brown Act, the Rent Civilization Commission cannot act on items not listed on the posted agenda. Members of the public have three minutes to speak. This public comment period is to address the Rent Civilization Commission on agenda items or items of general interest within the jurisdiction of the Commission. An additional public comment period is offered at the end of the meeting. Uh, with that said, uh, Ms. Secretary, uh, please announce who is the first speaker. And once your name is announced, please come to the podium. You will have three minutes to address the commission. Please state your name and the city of residence, and then you may begin. The first speaker will be Danny Hing. Hi, good evening. My name is Danny. I'm a resident of West Hollywood. Uh, good evening, uh, Chair, Commission um, staff. Um, I just wanted to say this is my first uh, actual physical meeting in attendance. I usually watch you guys on YouTube, so I'm a little bit starstruck. Um, as Commissioner Wright knows, I, re I religiously watch your meetings. Um, this commission does very important work. You guys uh, deliberate and make decisions that impact everyday renters and residents like myself in West Hollywood. So thank you very much for uh, serving the city. Um, I understand that this is uh, Commissioner Maggio's uh, last meeting per se, and I just wanted to thank him for his uh, incredible service to the city of West Hollywood. Many, many, many years of um, expert uh, deliberation, and I'm sure plenty of renters have uh, much, much to thank you for. So thank you for your service, sir. Thank you, and thank you, Commissioner. Thank you, thank you, sir, for your comments. Next speaker. Catherine Ng. Good evening, Commission. Good evening, city staff. Uh, my name is Catherine Ng. I'm a resident of WeHo and also a commissioner. Um, I'm also here to say both congratulations and thank you to Commissioner Richard Maggio, who, as we all know, has been the longest serving commissioner in the city of West Hollywood. Uh, I was appointed about nine months ago, and when I was appointed, I went to Commissioner Maggio to ask his advice and blessings and for um, uh, all of his guidance. So I'm very thankful for all that you've, uh, all the advice you've given me and all that you've taught me. And I think most of us know also that you are the de facto historian of our city. And anytime I ever have any questions about, you know, issues or history, I'm always coming to you. So again, thank you for your service. Congratulations. And We'll see what happens next. Thank you. Next speaker, please. I will admit them into the room. I'm, I'm not sure if they're wanting to provide public comment for the appeal, but I'll go ahead and admit um, the first individual.
Hi, Caesar. Can you hear us? Hi, Caesar. Can you hear us? Caesar, if you can hear us, go ahead and unmute yourself. I don't think their audio is okay. connected. So we have a, a public comment at the end of the meeting. Um, the person um, can log in later on and uh, speak in the public comment at the end of the meeting. Okay. The others are for the appeal. The others for the appeal. Mm -hmm. All right. Great. Thank you, Ms. Secretary. Um, with that, we're going to move on to the manager's report. And we have the rent civilization manager, Johnson Hollop, tonight. Thank you, Chair. Good evening. Good evening, Chair, Vice Chair, Commissioners, Jonathan Holler, Rent Stabilization Manager. Um, looking at the look ahead, um, you can see we have had two appeals for this evening, but uh, one was withdrawn. So we'll be hearing one appeal this evening. Um, on the 27th, two appeals are scheduled for the same property, and the May 11th meeting will be canceled for lack of agenda items. Um, I don't have an update right now from Betsetic. I think I've mentioned the last meeting probably what will be of greatest interest to all of us is what's going to happen within the next two months um, following the end of the uh, tenant protection resolution um, that the county had in place. But I anticipate either having um, figures by the next meeting or certainly by the uh, meeting we have in May. Um, I, I'd like to um, introduce the gentleman to my right. You may know him, um, Commissioner Richard Maggio, uh, a 27-year uh, member of this commission, 33-year member of various commissions throughout the city. Um, he, um, you know, because of the way the appointments worked out, um, we have him sitting at the staff table. It's an honor for us to have him here. So I would like to turn it over to Commissioner Maggio to give a well-deserved um, farewell to this commission. I'm actually a little nervous, and I could actually hear down here, where I could not up there. I love these. You know, uh, in Act Two of Romeo and Juliet, there is a line that says, parting is such sweet sorrow. In that scene, Romeo and Juliet could hardly pull themselves away from each other. My feelings are the same. So I'm left with many uh, sweet memories of time here. It's just, of course, another way of saying goodbye as a lighthearted flourish. It's another way of acknowledging the pleasure, the experience of our relationship. And it has been this phrase combined two thoughts of pleasure and pain. I guess you can call that an oxymoron. It is just not possible to explain. What an honor to have served as a commissioner for 33 years, 27 years here on rent stabilization. 
Rent stabilization is a great invention, I think. It has helped people to feel safe and secure and supportive, especially our senior population. Other than food and water, there is nothing more important than a roof over your head. And we in West Hollywood, along with Berkeley, San Francisco, Santa Monica, East Palo Alto, have measured up to that commitment. To be part of this team has been great honor, and I would do it all over again. It has ignited my passion. It has given me an inner fulfillment of purpose. So, coming to the thank you, commissioners first, Karen and Z, I got to sit next to you not long enough. But you were great friends and great counsel, and I like you both so very much. And I hope uh, we will, I know Z and I, we're pals. I hope uh, we will be involved in many other activities that the city will offer us. To my two oldest pals, Josh, who I tease and call Joshua, and Agassi, can you imagine the three of us have served so many years together, and I want the audience to know that Josh, Agassi, and myself have served a combination of most 60 years of service to rent stabilization. I want to thank uh, our legal counsel, John, and our manager, Jonathan. And of course, it's interesting that I'm put in the middle of them. I'm a full Italian. John is half Italian. And Jonathan is married to an Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Diane Garcia, what a charming, charming secretary. And intelligent, caring, compassionate. You've been one of the most effective commissioners here. And I've appreciated all that you have done uh, uh, for me. I would like for you to carry a message to Roger. Am I pronouncing it? Vineland? <laughs> Vailan? Uh, who uh, uh, is actually, was the secretary for two and a half years when we needed him the most during COVID. And he was such an important part of keeping our Zoom meetings uh, during that period so exact. He was the catalyst that kept uh, the commission together. So basically, I kept it short and sweet. I definitely will miss everyone, but I, you know, I'm not leaving. I've lived here all my life, and as my father used to say, the only way you're going to get me out of here is to dial 911. <laughs> Thank you. I give my love to all of you, and I appreciate all of you, and I don't think I should say any more. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Mr. Manager. Thank you, Richard. And I'm sure the commissioner will have the opportunity to thank you, Richard. But um, I have to obviously move on to the next item, which is the commission comments. And this is where the fellow commissioners can uh, make their comments and uh, announcements. So let's start with uh, Commissioner Kirpis. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, Richard, I was kind of surprised tonight when I found out you wouldn't be here after tonight, so I don't have anything formally prepared, but, uh, you know, you were here in 2008 when I first arrived here, and you've been here ever since, and you've always been uh, an amazing member of the commission and um, uh, uh, advisor, um, I didn't say giving me advice, but advisor to, to me, uh, before and after the meetings, um, we always, that's when we spend our most time together, I think. <laughs> We're the early ones to get here. Um, and so I just want to thank you for all your years. I mean, on behalf of the, the residents of the city, um, all the good things you've done, all the policies you've uh, either protected or implemented over the years, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you, Commissioner Wright. I want to save my uh, comments for Commissioner Maggio till the end. I don't want to be emotional before we, uh, before we get into the hearing. Okay. Uh, Vice Chair. Um, former Commissioner Maggio, you are so important to the city and, um, and its evolution. And the city was founded um, largely on the need for rent stabilization. Back then it was called rent control. And you were on the ground floor of building policy and identifying the needs um, and, and helping to craft the RSO that we know today. And uh, your contribution has been invaluable to all the renters of this city, but also the uh, landlords, um, that they have guidelines that they can follow that are pretty clear. Um, so your contributions are wide-ranging, and uh, thank you for your service. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, former Commissioner Maggio, Richard, dear friend, what an incredible public servant with incredible uh, legacy. 33 years of service to the residents of the city, to West Hollywood, and 27 years on this commission. This is absolutely incredible. Um, when I was first appointed here, uh, we've, we became friends since then, and it's, it really breaks my heart not to see you here uh, on our meetings. We've had our disagreements on the cases, which is normal, but we always remained good friends. And um, you've been an incredible, dedicated person. So your, how much you care about the uh, people of the city, about the residents, the tenants, and the landlords, uh, I know that. And we had a lot of conversations about you know, those issues. Um, you are a true public servant. That is a real meaning when, when I put these words. It's, 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 it's about Richard. It's what, what person you are. You care about uh, elderly people. You care about um, uh, disabled people. You care about families, about kids, about animals, about uh, pets, about trees. Uh, you have a large heart, and it's, it's incredible. I was very proud to serve with you, you know, all these years, over, what, a decade and a half with you and learn from you. And um, you left a legacy, and it's in the, in the book, in the ordinance, when you uh, recommended, suggested certain changes to the uh, ordinance or regulations. It's written in the book, your name. And that's an incredible legacy. And I'm very proud to, uh, that I served with you on this commission. I'm going to miss you. 
um, a big time, and this commission will miss you. It's not going to be the same. And um, whoever comes next, whoever replaces you, <laughs> has some really huge shoes to fit in. So, um, but you, you're still in West Hollywood. We're going to see you around. Uh, you probably will have more time to go out for lunch or for dinner or for all these, you know, parties and gatherings. And there won't be any conflict of interest, so we can get more of three, at least three commissioners to join. <laughs> so, dear friend, I'm going to miss you a lot. So thank you. Thank you for your incredible service, for everything you've done for this city, for this commission, uh, for West Hollywood. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Commissioner Wright, you can say, or you're going to leave your comments at the end. All right, sure. Thank you. Now we're going to move on to the uh, uh, commission business, which is uh, the next item uh, on the agenda tonight is the appeal. Um, we have one appeal because the other appeal was withdrawn, as was mentioned. So we have one appeal application D-4699 that pertains to the uh, property address 72, I'm, I'm sorry, 727 Westbourne Drive, apartment 104. Um, I'd like to first confirm, Ms. Secretary, if we have all the parties uh, available and present tonight. Yes, we have both parties present. Um, the tenant is present via Zoom, and the landlord is present in person. And additionally, we have a few other tenants, um, definitely one tenant that, w that had asked to provide public comment. I'm not sure if the others are just wishing to attend via Zoom or also wanting to provide public comment. Okay. So what we'll do is we'll have the public comment um, before... We can do it before uh, your report, right, Mr. Natalie, or it's after your report? Uh, the, the public comment can happen at any time before deliberation. Okay, so. uh, I'd, like to, uh, I'd like to hear your report first and, and hear the public comment. I think that would be fair to the parties. But uh, before we begin, I uh, want to take a minute and to explain the process uh, of the appeal how we're going to handle the appeal tonight is that um, first we will hear uh, the staff's report presented by the legal counsel, Mr. Uh, John Natalizio, and then the appellant will speak first. Uh, the appellant will have five minutes to provide uh, uh, your oral argument, and the appellant will have an option of dividing five minutes into two segments, the presentation uh, and the rebuttal portions. Um, uh, Richard Cortillo joined. All right, and then the respondent will speak second, and the respondent will have one minute, uh, one five-minute segment to state the case on the appeal subject. Well, it is important when your time is. Uh, when it is time for you to speak, so please um, state your name and the city of residence for the record, and the appellant will state how, the, uh, how he or she would like to divide the time, if at all, and we'll proceed with the comments. And it's important, uh, since the time is very limited, it's important to 
um, keep your comment to the topic, the subject of the appeal. Um, and no new evidence or uh, no new evidence or information can be provided. The commission will not receive any new documentation or new information uh, that was not um, heard or provided to the hearing um, officer. So, with that said, before that, so after the oral argument is closed, the commission will begin the deliberation and then we'll take a vote on the, um, on the matter of the appeal. So with that said, I'd like to first uh, hear the staff report presented by the legal counsel, Mr. Natalizio, and then uh, we'll move on to the public comments. Uh, thank you, Chair, and good evening to the Chair, Vice Chair, and Commissioners. Uh, my name is John Natalizio. I am the legal counsel to the Rent Stabilization Commission for the City of West Hollywood. Um, this appeal was filed by the landlord in response to the hearing examiner's decision granting a rent decrease application, um, which in relevant part is regarding problems with the front door of the building, its key fob system, and its intercom system. The hearing examiner granted a rent decrease of $50 for the issues associated with the building's front door and a $25 rent decrease for issues associated with the intercom system. The landlord submitted an appeal which claims the decision is not reasonably supported by the findings made or evidence in the hearing record. Staff finds that the decision is supported by substantial evidence. The hearing examiner found that the tenant established that the front door is not in good working order and does not close properly, that the key fob system to enter the front door was inoperable, and that the intercom system was also inoperable. The hearing examiner noted that landlord did not submit evidence and did not overcome the burden of proof, which was satisfied by the tenants. Um, and staff agrees that each of these matters identified are a housing service as defined under the RSO. Staff did not find anything in the record that would support a determination that the record lacks substantial evidence supporting the decision. And regarding the valuation, staff finds that there is substantial evidence in the record to support the hearing examiner's evaluations as well. Therefore, staff recommends adopting Resolution RSC 23-625. You as the commission have the power to affirm, reverse, modify, or remand the appeal decision uh, of the hearing examiner. The commission reviews the hearing examiner's decision under the substantial evidence standard, which requires that the commission uh, to make sure there is substantial evidence that reasonably supports the hearing examiner's decision is credible and of solid value. If that evidence is found, then the decision must be upheld, even if there is also evidence that it could support a different outcome. The commission does not substitute its judgment for that of the hearing examiner or reweigh the evidence. And as it relates to questions of law, the commission applies an independent standard of review um, to the hearing examiner's conclusions of law. Thank you. Thank you, uh, legal counsel. Uh, commissioners, do you have any questions at this time? No? All right. Uh, if don't see any questions from the commissioners. Uh, Ms. Secretary, uh, let's start the public comment. Who's going to speak first? We'll have Rosalie speak first. Uh, Ms. Lee, you will, uh, can you hear us? Um, yes. My name is Rosalie Gutierrez. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you well. So um, I'd like okay. to... First, I'd like to um, mention that the speakers you will have three minutes to address the commission. And when it's time to speak, please state your name and the city of residence. And you will have three minutes uh, 
to address the Commission on the um, uh, issues uh, that relate to the appeal. You may begin now. Okay. Um, I, I'm here to support um, our building and our community. I've, um, I've supported the community for over 10 years and um, for the tenants. And I think for myself, um, we need to have a, a livable condition. And I think it's, you know, our landlord should be able to help and support that. Um, the common areas, I can speak for my own apartment, but the common areas that are very much affecting the entire building are definitely the front door, um, you know, uh, the FOB packages we've missed. We should be able to get, receive our US mail or any packages inside of our building safe and secure. Um, that has been a, an issue for a long time with um, a lot of vandalism and so forth happening in West Hollywood. Our door is open and um, it does cause a lot of issues. Um, the elevator is uh, another issue. Um, we have the plexiglass has fallen on uh, my guests, which have created scars, some scar tissue on them as well. The garage door has been left unlocked. There's piping in the garage as well that is actually leaked onto my car and other cars. Um, there's not really a, a, a nice egress system for like a ladder. If there was a fire or any sort, the lights go out a lot. Um, uh, the laundry room, there's the emergency lights, the exit hallways. Um, <clears throat> and um, I have an issue I've been mentioning of a simple plumbing issue that's just to unclog um, my sink or mold under my sink. Um, in the common areas as well, there's a lot of leaks um, coming through the electrical lights. And one is on the third floor with actually uh, a mold issue, and it's an actual hole in the wall that's coming through. I understand that there's safe conditions that you can come through, um, and, but it, there's days that it hasn't rained and nothing has been done. Um, <clears throat> there's a, a, a slew of other ones, but I just wanted to be practical and common and courteous to all the tenants in the building, but these are the most common ones with the laundry room, with the uh, upstairs pool. Um, the driveway, the parking garage, we get stuck in here. I've missed work because we were stuck inside the parking garage. Um, there's no way to exit um, either way. Um, so it has become an issue. Um, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to speak to um, our residents here. Thank you uh, for your comments. Can you state your name and the city of residence for the record? Rosalie Gutierrez, I live in the city of West Hollywood. Thank you, Ms. Gutierrez, thank you very much. Um, next speaker, please. Chair, can I just jump in real quick? I just want to let um, the public know and, and just the commission and so everyone's aware, this appeal is just limited to the three issues that were appealed and so that would be the issue with the front door closing, um, the key fob system and the intercom system. Um, so this wouldn't be an opportunity for um, public commenters to comment on individual unit issues or other common area issues. This is a very limited appeal. So just so everyone's aware. So that applies also to the public comment. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Thank you for, uh, thank you for clarifying that, uh, mentioning that, uh, Ms. Natalizio. All right. The, uh, the uh, public speakers uh, who's going to speak next, please make sure that you are going to speak on the uh, items of this appeal only and don't bring up your personal 
experiences or your uh, issues with your personal units uh, that will be irrelevant and the commission will not consider that. Uh, so as the Chair. appellant and the respondent, uh, as the appellant is a respondent, they're going to um, keep their comments to the items of the appeal. So as the legal counsel suggested, that applies, that rule applies also to the public comment speakers um, regarding this appeal. Yes, Commissioner. Yeah, just point of clarification. The folks that are speaking currently, um, you said that they were public speakers. Are they the actual tenants? Or are these are we still on public on public comments? We're still in the public comments uh, for this appeal. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's have the next the second speaker, Ms. Secretary. There's two other parties in the Zoom room that are not the. Richard is um, related to the appeal, and I'm not sure if there are any of the other two parties in the Zoom room that are wishing to provide public comment at this time. Um, Caesar is, is I'm right there. my husband, we're both the, you know, on the same Zoom, but we logged into both things. Okay, perfect. Thank you for that clarification. <laughs> so there would be uh, one speaker only, that we're taking two uh, three-minute segments. Each of you going to speak, or it's going to be one, one? Sure, sure. Chair. No, I'm just asking. I, um, just so you know, Richard um, Cortillo is the tenant, so he will be speaking during the oh, oral argument section. All right. And uh, Mr. Madera is um, will be doing a public comment. Okay. So then the tenant, the tenant who, um, what's the last name? Oh. Yeah, so the, the applicant is not going to speak here. Uh, this is the public comment portion. Uh, the applicant will have uh, his time uh, during, after the, uh, when we open the oral argument, you will have five minutes to speak, but not right now. So uh, it's going to be the other uh, comment we're going to hear now. Uh, all right, sir, please state your name. Um, uh, state your name and the city of residence for the record, and you will have three minutes. And as I said, please make sure you speak on the issues of the appeal. You may begin now. Can you hear me? Is this for me? Who was, uh, well. It was only Rosalie that reached out for public comment, but the other two were attending. I'm not sure if they're. Also, they're, the, the, uh, they're on the case. The respondent. Yeah, my name is Vincent Cordy. I'm a tenant in um, Act 727 Westbourne. I was at the hearing that took So place. you're unit number um, one of four, right? I'm unit number 110. I believe unit number 104 should be present. Okay, so then you, uh, you will be able to speak. You will be able to take your three minutes. As of right now? Yes. So please state okay, your name perfect. because I see the picture and I, I, yeah, but I see the unit number, so that's not you. All right, so state your name and the city of residence and you may begin and you will have three minutes uh, to address the commission. Great, thank you. My name is Vincent Cordy. I am a resident of West Hollywood in the building in question 727 Westbourne Drive, apartment 110. Um, and I'm here on, um, on behalf of the tenants of the building to um, have the city's decision affirmed. I would like to make mention specifically regarding <clears throat> the front door. Uh, there have been 
a lot of safety concerns with the entire entryway in general, the front door, which is associated with the intercom system, as well as the camera system, all of which were obviously um, uh, installed prior to um, my tenancy with the building and all reasons that um, gave me incentive to sign with the building, you know, everything was safe. Uh, the cameras have not, long, uh, have not worked for uh, at least a year. And um, that paired with the door breaking down all the time, there have been numerous instances where people from the outside vagrants and other homeless people have entered the building and caused um, safety concerns within the building. Um, the intercom doesn't work. The uh, packages get missed and um, are delivered outside and are stolen. Um, the only thing that does work in terms of the intercom system is a code, which has been passed around to tenants as well as anybody else to access the building. So this security code is essentially a moot point. Um, we paid for uh, fobs to gain access to the front of the building and also to the garage as well. The fobs do not work on the intercom system. This, uh, the intercom system and the front door had been issues for multiple years prior to uh, even the new management taking over. Um, also, I am not sure if um, uh, the agencies within the city of West Hollywood talk to each other. There was a decision from the code compliance division that was done and sent to the building on January 12th with a compliance date of January 30th of 2023 addressing these said issues. Um, and they still have not been corrected. Um, so I just wanted to make that known also. Um, and I forget, I don't, I th I'm not sure if I'm missing another topic or if, if I've, if, um, if I've included everything. So I guess I'll just, um, okay. Thank you, back. Vincent. Maybe. That's time. Vincent, your, your time is up. Uh, uh, thank you very much. All right, so that concludes our uh, public comment segment uh, regarding the appeal. So next is going to be the, uh, we're going to hear the, uh, the appellant and the respondent um, uh, testimonies. So the, the first uh, will speak the landlord who is the appellant here, and is the landlord or the representative in the room? All right, so please come up, uh, please come forward to the uh, podium, to the microphone. Good evening, sir. Good evening, good evening commissioners and staff. It's kind of been an honor to be here during this whole process. I didn't uh, know what I was walking into completely, but I'm, I'm honored, I'm honored uh, by the commissioner who's leaving us as well, but uh, Thank my you, name's sir. Joseph Miller. Be yeah, before you begin, um, so as I said, so you will have five minutes, okay. and you have, a, um, you have an opportunity to divide the five minutes between the presentation portion and the rebuttal, if you wish. 
So just let us know if you would like to divide the time and uh, how many minutes we'd like to take now. Okay, I'm just gonna, I will be the only one that will speak. Um, our other persons with us will not speak tonight. Okay. So uh, my name, I didn't hear what you said. Um, the, the Tiffany, who's with me as well, Tiffany Workman, she's the on-site manager. I'm the regional manager for the company. And I'm a little better versed on the, the time frame when we took over the property and this, the issues that occurred. Uh, I actually filled out the appeal. Okay. So, so how many minutes do you want to take now? You want to take the whole five minutes? I'll take or? the whole five minutes. Fine. I may. All right. So with that, just make sure... Can you please speak into your mic oh, when I'm you're sorry. speaking? Yes, of course. course. Um, uh, come close to the microphone. Um, so you will have five minutes, as I said, and make sure that you keep your comments uh, to the topic of this appeal. And there were three issues that were discussed, the front door, the key fob, and the intercom system. So these are the issues that we have before us tonight. So no new evidence information will be received or considered by this commission. Uh, with that said, uh, just state your name and the city of residence and you may begin. Thank you very much. Thank My name is Joseph Miller. I work with Moss and Company. We're a third party management company uh, who oversees uh, the responsibilities of uh, 727 Westbourne. Uh, we work for the, directly for the ownership on this. Um, the notes I'd like to read on some of the items that I originally had sent in during the appeal process, the new ownership um, acquired the property back on 5-17-22. And at this time, Moss Management took over the day-to-day -day operations of this community. Uh, management immediately addressed items re relating to cleanliness, landscaping, unit repairs, pool and spa pump issues, and did only later receive a call from residents relating to a door closures issues. Uh, these, as and I think that even some of the residents had alluded to it, that there was issues prior to new management taking over that building. Um, those items were immediately addressed, which were related to a magnetic door closure, fully engaging. These are glass, large glass doors, and the system they have in place is a magnetic closer on there. Uh, that, it's, it's not a foolproof system by any means, and we worked to address this immediately. I think the first time that we had somebody out, and this was all submitted in the appeal, was that we addressed this back on 6622, which was less than one month after we had the building, and it was the emergency service call to, to fix that magnetic lock, which was malfunctioning. We did fix it. Um, subsequently, throughout the months, we did have other issues that were relating to either the call box or the magnetic strip, because they work in conjunction with each other. So as you utilize a call box, it releases the, the, the closure system that was on there. So we did work on that, we did address it. Um, we were, when, whenever management was informed of any relevant issues, we were quick to respond by hiring vendors to address any items on the door closure or call box issues. Additionally, an outdated FOB system existed. There were certainly issues with this system actively working. However, the call box entry code was active and residents were informed of this code. The doors, as I said, were made of a heavy glass structure, and we believe the frequent use of the doors adversely affected the working components of the magnetic entry system. Um, ownership has made a large investment into a modern door entry system. Uh, it's called Grata. So Grata system that we put in, it, 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 every unit then received a new locking system at every one of their doors, including the system that was active at the front door. This system they can engage both with, they could push the FOB, they could push the, the code to enter the unit, the building, excuse me, or there was a two parts to the entry system. 
One, every resident has an app on their phone. So through this app on their phone, they could enter the building themselves. Alternatively, they could use that app to enter their, whole, their own units. So this Grata system, G-R-A-T-A, was a very sophisticated system that was integrated at a huge expense to ownership. And it was because we understand it, we understand the concern and the issues that were happening within the property. Um, that system also engages a camera, and there's a camera on the front of the door. So if somebody was to call one of the residents, the residents could actively see through the app on their phone those individuals that were at the front door, and they could automatically release the, the door and open it up for them. So I want to impress upon everyone that we did, we've ha actively worked on this system since nearly three weeks into uh, taking over management of the property. It was something that had already existed. We weren't negligent in any way. Management was never negligent in addressing it. Um, I had sent in probably about seven different invoices throughout the months showing that anytime there was an issue that we took care of it. Once we in put the Grata system in, it seemed that that fixed a lot of the issues that we were having there. And um, just, just a final comment on it. It's a 47-unit building there, and we didn't have a large group of people that were actually complaining about the issue. As a matter of fact, a lot of these folks were working with us and understood the systems and were cooperated with us, cooperated with the on-site manager with regards to putting in the Grata system, and she received a lot of pro comments stating how appreciative they were of the new system. So it added a level of security to the entire property. That's about all I have to say on that. Okay, uh, how much time um, the landlord has uh, saved? 40 seconds. Oh, 40 seconds. All right, um, do you wanna use it now or you wanna Sure, I'll back? use it now. Okay. <laughs> I guess I, I just wanna reiterate the fact that, you know, we're not slumlords here by any means. Um, Moss and Company, and I personally live in West Hollywood and I oversee a lot of properties within the community. Um, the code enforcement officers know me by name and they know that uh, they'll reach out to me, as a couple of did today, even when it wasn't my own property, just to ask me questions about certain things because we, I have a good rapport and Boston Company takes care of issues as soon as they come up. I know there was other issues that were brought up by the residents, and we are working diligently across the community to address a lot of other items outside of what we're specifically talking about today. So we are concerned and we are working on those issues. And I thank you for your time. Okay, uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, let me ask if the commissioners, my fellow commissioners, do you have any questions for the property owner? Yes, Commissioner Wright. Uh, when, when was the Grata system installed? The Grata system, I believe it was last month that the, it finally came into fruition. Got it. And I believe either in your appeal or in the, the testimony at the hearing, uh, there's a mention of, you know, the, the building was recently bought in May of 2022 and that there were all types of other repairs that, uh, that Moss had been working on. Can you talk about what some of those other repairs and things that, were, that you all were also doing around this time period? Yeah, we were working uh, on... I'm not sure that's going to be... Um... There's going to be information the commission can receive right now. It's irrelevant. Uh, it, it's, it's important for me for, for deliberating. But it, that's, unfortunately, we can't, uh, we can't ask that question. Uh, legal counsel, you want to? I would just say if, if Commissioner Wright can tie it to how other repairs for other services in the building would relate to the deliberation, I think you can ask it. But okay. um, sure. I think so, so for me, it's, it's looking at the, the valuation and considering that along with all of the other repairs that the company was doing at the same time. And so I'm curious. And they also made that statement without any additional information. And so it's, for me, it's important to know uh, to see if the valuation was based on substantial evidence. 
I, I, I would say this is probably a commission decision. I, I mean, at this point, if, if the commission thinks that that's necessary for deliberating the valuation, um, I, I think maybe one thing you could do is when you get to that, ask questions. You can, you know, open back up to ask questions, but um, I would leave it up to the commission to decide about whether or not they feel they need that information for deliberation. I'm going to ask commissioners. Uh, I mean, at this point, the way it's been explained, I don't understand uh, how the valuations of those other repairs would uh, uh, affect the valuation that the hearing examiner assigned to the uh, loss in services in these three situations. So maybe you can explain a little bit more with the connection. Could you could you repeat your question? I'm not. So not the sure hearing examiner asking. determined that there's a value. Uh, a, a reduction in services on these three issues and placed a value on these three issues, uh, the reduction. So I'm trying to understand how other work might, uh, the valuation of other work they did uh, would impact this in any way. Sure. Um, and so as noted by staff, uh, we don't have a lot of information of how the hearing officer reached the valuation. We got a number. We didn't, we don't know what factors they considered. We have testimony that there were other, that the building was recently purchased. There were other repairs going on. We also have um, invoices dating back prior to the date that the appeal, that the uh, that the notice was filed uh, of different uh, repairs being done to the door. And so for me, it's important to know what the other repairs were that's referred in here to see if the valuation uh, that was assigned, since we don't have any information, um, is, is fair and really um, takes into account the things that were being done while also taking into account the service that the tenants were without. And that's where I think that um, uh, is a mistake in the logic there that it doesn't matter how much they could they could in, um, enhance the building. They could put in a brand new pool. They could do uh, ten different things that enhanced the building and made the rents go up and all that. But we're talking the hearing examiner placed a value specifically on the uh, the lack of or the reduction in services in these three key areas. So what I'll say is um, I've explained sort of multiple times on why the information is important. And in these proceedings, I've never before heard um, a commissioner question as to why they wanted additional information. Um, and so at this point, you know, I don't really have anything else to say. If the commission wants to permit the um, applicant to respond, fantastic. If not, we can move on. For me, it's important. I'll leave it to the commission to, to decide what we're going to do with it. Chair, uh, Chair, I also want to note that the invoices referenced were attached to the appeal, um, so those aren't to be considered by the commission, again, unless you can make the finding that they weren't able to be submitted to the hearing examiner um, with due diligence, but those weren't submitted at the underlying hearing. Well, and we if, haven't had that discussion on whether, whether we're going to consider new evidence or not. Well, if the, uh, if the invoices uh, reflect any work, any repair done on these three items that are before us, that we could you know, we could ask questions, but if the invoices are for something else, and I agree with um, Commissioner um, Kripus' um, comments, so the, if the invoices, they do not re uh, relate to these three uh, items that we're reviewing, so I don't believe we should uh, open the floor to discuss anything else other than what we have before us. And just a point of, point of clarity, we, again, we haven't voted and made a decision on whether we're considering new evidence. Uh, what we were discussing was whether the um, the landlord could answer my question. Um, well, the new evidence, uh, Commissioner, as you are aware, it's anything 
that it did not that was not discussed at the hearing was not provided at the hearing and the discussion um, regarding the uh, repairs done on some other issues that was not relevant uh, to the items of the um, items that were an application uh, before the um, examiner and that's before us clearly we have only three issues to discuss so with that I'm gonna ask the vice chair what do you think um. I'm inclined to uh, stay distant from um, the introduction of any new evidence at this point. Okay, thank you. And again, the so, question wasn't about the new evidence, it was whether the, the uh, speaker could answer the question that I asked about uh, the other repairs that were happening at the building. And I think we already discussed the commission uh, stated the position, so we'd like, we don't want that question to be asked. Still. I don't believe that's what Commissioner Ayers said she referred to the new evidence. Again, we're discussing two different things right now, and so... Right. Commissioner Wright, I'm going to ask the legal counsel to explain, and then we have to point, move on. Point of order, can we have the chair make a decision on whether the, the question is appropriate or not? I, I already made my decision, so uh, okay. that I don't want that question to be asked, and I want to move forward. Thank you. All right, thank you. Um, uh, now, uh, questions from Vice Chair? Uh, you already asked the question, or you didn't? Uh, please. Okay, yes, um, please. You talked about the uh, apps that, that were given. So does that replace the service of the intercom? That, are you attempting to replace uh, the ability for them to, uh, a visitor to dial in the number and call the apartment, them to answer and communicate through that? Is that what the app is supposed to replace? It, it's, it's twofold, if I may. It, there's, there's an option where people can still use the call box. Um, but then there is that app that allows them to call the resident directly as well. Okay, but the right resident, now... A normal person could just call that resident that's coming to, as a visitor to call them. Uh, they could be outside the building. The camera system is in the top right corner, and they could see them as they're there, and they can push the, the phone app, which allows them access to it. But at the time of the hearing, um, uh, the tenants were not able to have a visitor dial them directly. Is that correct? It's, that, that's been sporadic. Um, that's where the keypad has been in and out. It's been a mm -hmm. faulty system because even when we had issues with the magnetic door, there was, there was a connection between the two. You know, they're, direct, they're directly linked. Yeah. So we have had issues with that particular call box, without a doubt. This helped to, and as it replaces it, but we're still looking for, uh, give them even an, another option, which is that option with that call box that we have so they can call the resident directly through the call box or they can call, if they have the number, they can call the resident directly through a phone. Thank you. You've answered. Okay? Thank, thank you. No, I, I appreciate <laughs> the, the answer. Um, so, but it sounds to me like, in, in summary, uh, would you agree that uh, you are working on resolving this issue, but uh, it doesn't sound like it's fully resolved? I believe there's more that we can do. Thank you. All right. No further questions. Uh, sir, thank you. Thank you. May I have a seat? I appreciate your time. Thank you. And uh, we're going to have the respondent, who is the tenant at this time, to um, state there and make their argument uh, before the commission. So, um, all right, you can't see us. You're online. We can't see you. And um, before you begin, um, you will have five minutes, of course. And, um, and though, during this five minutes, please make, please make sure that you um, keep your comments to the topic of this uh, appeal, and, the, the, and there are three um, items that were before us. That's the front door, 
and the key fob and the intercom. So these are the issues that we can uh, discuss tonight. And with that, please state your name and the city of residence, and you will have five minutes. Okay, my name is Richard Cortillo, West Hollywood, California, 727 Westbourne, number 104, and this is? This is Madera, 727-104, West Hollywood, California, too. Okay. okay. So, I'll start at the very beginning, try to make it as clear as possible, but I don't want to forget what um, this, the um, respondent had said, the ownership had said about the building. So I'm going to directly contradict some of those things. So the, the, the key, I'm sorry, laugh, but the key fob, or not the key fob, the, the call box that he says, that, oh, you can, you can use the Grata system, people can call you and we can buzz them in, that is very misleading. Because when you, when, with that Grata system, Yes, I could see at the camera, but I'd have to sit there and stare at the camera and wait for someone to come up because they can't call you. They can't, unless they know your number. UPS is not gonna call me, FedEx is not gonna call me, um, the you know, pizza place is not gonna call me. They're coming up to the, they're coming up to use the box. So I would never know. I mean, there's times when I order things, I have to sit out there and wait for the person to come because I don't want to miss the package. And the reason for that is, the reason why I say that is and want to make that clear is that there's no less than three stickers on the front door for missed packages for the residents, but up to 10 at, at times. Sometimes the whole door's covered with stickers from UPS, FedEx, whatever, because people can't get their packages. It's ridiculous. And um, it was coincidental, but four days ago before I, I'm out of town, I'm out of the country right now, but four days ago when I was there, I was walking my dog and I saw a big um, Amazon box out there cut open and all the stuff spread around. It was from our building. And, and actually, like we all respect and everything, like Mr. Joseph and everything, I have to defer everything that you, that you are lying. <laughs> no, no, it's true. I'm sorry. Okay, so, um, so what I was saying was, so, so there was a box, an Amazon box sitting out there and I thought, oh, that's weird. It was in front of an uh, abandoned house on the corner of um, Westbourne and Sherwood. So I looked at it and it was our address. So I brought the box back over. So at least the recipient could see that the box did come, but it was stolen because it was probably outside because the person couldn't get in. And when you walk up to the box to dial something, there's a list of all the 40 apartments and with our names next to it and what code to dial to get to reach them where you can buzz in. That does not work whatsoever. You press the button, it's blank. The reason why I asked the owner back in May, said, why all of a sudden this box not work? Oh, we disconnected, disconnected the phone system to the box. So it's not broken, it's just disconnected. Is it cost saving? Maybe. Is it negligence? Most likely, but it's disconnected. That's why it does not work. And um, along, along with that, okay, so those, the box. Now the key fob. Yes, we purchased key fobs, all of us, um, to get into the garage and to get in the front door. That key fob is very handy to use because you don't want to sit there and type a bunch of codes to get in. You just go beep and it opens and lets you in. We still have the key fob. We're still renting it or whatever, but we can't use it. That key fob system is not functional. You get into the front door, there was cameras facing, like Vinny had said, there's cameras facing the front door. There's signs outside, cameras, cameras, you know, there's on the garage. Beware, there's cameras. It's been there since I've lived there for 10 years. Cameras have always been working. You see a little red light in there, right? Off. And I asked about that too. Oh, I'm sorry, we turned it off. We're, we're planning to turn it back on. Is it a, again, is it a cost savings thing for the landlord? Or is it because 
they are negligent, one of the two. Either way, it's something we paid for, because when we rented it, it said secure cameras. And I'm bringing this up, even though it's not one of the three topics, but because we discussed it in length at the first hearing. So that's why I wanted to assure it. Okay, then there was the, okay, that's a call box you want. Okay, then the front door. Yes, that's also broken. So once in a, you know, occasionally, which is bad, I'll walk out there to, to take my dog out, because I go out like you know, three times a day. And sometimes I can just walk straight out because the door's not locked. Or I can just come right in because it's not locked. Sometimes it's locked, but it won't open. And it's, and it's crazy, right? To not be able to get in or out sometimes. Then with the code that they've given us, yes, that's great. We have a, a way to get in, thank God. But if we um, push the code in, sometimes it doesn't work. It's taken me sometimes five times to get in. Other people, when you invite people over, if they can't, and you have to give them the code, which we shouldn't be giving it to everybody, it's a security code, um, they go to push it. If it doesn't work the first or second time, they leave. That includes pizza delivery, which I did not get uh, quite a few times. They go to push the code, they can't get it. So they just leave Amazon, um, special deliveries from Macy's or whatever, you know, other than the UPS. I think UPS has a key to get in or something. But we don't get a lot of things. Like, 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 like 20. Yeah, yeah, there's, it's, it's like really, it's Thank you, that's like, time. Thank you. <clears throat> yes, uh, oh, gentlemen, your, your, gentlemen, your time is up. Uh, thank you uh, for the comments. Let me see if the commissioners have any questions. Commissioner Wright? Uh, no questions for the tenants, thank you. Okay, Commissioner Kirpis? Um, so I know the hearing examiner uh, talked about three issues. So it seems to me that there's really a combined two issues. There's the, there's the combined issues with the door that sometimes it opens and sometimes it doesn't. Forget about the code and all that other stuff, but sometimes it just won't open, sometimes it will, uh, sometimes it's unlocked. But then the other issue with the door, separate from whether sometimes it's locked and unlocked, is whether the keypad will dial into your, the, tele, the telecom system works, right? So those are two issues with one door in the front. And then the other issue is the fob system, the, the key fob that is supposed to open the garage door and or the front door, but doesn't, isn't reliable, doesn't work. Is that what I'm understanding? Okay. Yeah, there is that little machine that was there, the front door before they took over the property, it's gone. So we, there is no place to even keep so the fob to get in anymore. Gotcha, is, I understand. So the front door, okay, thank you. Commissioner Kirby's to help clarify, the way the hearing examiner categorized it is the front door plus the key fob system, they included as one, that was the $50 okay. um, rent reduction, and then the intercom system was the separate $25 reduction. Okay. Thanks, thank you. Thank you. The keypad is way more important I mean, they're both important, but it's, yeah, for security, okay. so it's really stressful when you can't all right. let anybody in. So, gentlemen, the, all right, you already responded to the question, so um, you, uh, we're not going to hear any more, any additional comments from you, unless we have a question. So, Vice Chair, no questions. Uh, at, at the time of the hearing, which was uh, December 5th, last year, 2022, um, what was the only uh, guaranteed method that was always available working for you to gain access with no issues? 
Okay, so before the hearing, um, we had, do we have a code? No, I think the, a lot of times the door was just open so we could just walk in. What the fuck? No, the cop, the keep up, we didn't have a keep up before the hearing, just before the hearing. As soon as Moss and company come up, took over, we had no keep up. So I think the most reliable was, I guess it was the security code. I think that was the only thing. And, and, that's, not, and that security, you know, mixing up the time. But, but, but the security co code, according to your statement, would be on and off also. Right, it's on and off also. Like, if you push it, pound 3210 to get in, it just, and sometimes it would not work. It just what, about, what about that app uh, uh, that the landlord spoke about, the app application that could be used? <laughs> well, that's not working. Yeah, the, the app, okay, first, all right, so it's, yeah, yeah, so the, I, I just wanted to know if that, that was at the time of the hearing you had that, okay. No, we just got the app like, like right. three or four weeks ago. All right, thank you. Um, I don't have any questions at this time, gentlemen, thank you very much, and um, we will, um, I'll close the oral argument um, part of the appeal and uh, see if the commissioners have any questions for the legal counsel before we begin the deliberation. Commissioners, I have no questions. I don't see any questions. All right, uh, with that, so let's begin our deliberation. Commissioners, who would like to? Commissioner Kurpis. Um, I'll begin. So, it's, it seems to me that there seems to be a misunderstanding um, by the property owner what the reduction in the price or in the rent is or what the decision uh, deals with. It, it, it has nothing to do with negligence, uh, bad acts, uh, anything like that. It's not punishment. Um, what this is is a when a tenant moves into a building and they're offered services and when the services, whatever those services may be, like cable TV, um, uh, laundry service, uh, access to, through the front door, uh, a key fob to enter into the, to the, uh, the locked garage, um, or a locked garage that used to be locked and isn't locked anymore. Anytime there's a, a reduction in services, no matter what the other, um, the other uh, things you might offer a tenant um, upon taking, a, taking over a building, if the services that were offered at the time of tenancy are not maintained, then there is a hearing that was held that you guys all participated in, and the hearing examiner makes a determination whether one, was the, was the service reduced? Um, and if it was, what the value of that was? Um, the landlord has no obligation. In, in many of these cases, sometimes there are code violations that you are required by law to fix. And in some cases, there are issues that are just a less services, but it's completely up to the landlord whether they would like to uh, replenish those services, replace those services or not. Um, but in the meantime, um, there will be a reduction in rent. And so that's what we have here in front of us tonight is we have a door that used to open with a key fob, used to be able to um, uh, lock and was secure, used to have a telecommunication system where a, a visitor could come and uh, type in the code and it would dial an apartment and they could talk and see, let their guest in, buzz their guest in. And then we had a key fob uh, also that opened up the garage door. So now we don't. It sounds like the landlord is um, toying with some different options about how to replace um, like services, <clears throat> which, is, which is perfectly fine and they can do that. Um, but at the time of the hearing, um, I, I don't see how the, the hearing examiner erred. Um, he found that um, the tenants proved their case that they uh, had a 
reduction in these three services or these two main services and he valued the he took the two ranges of 28 to 50 and the 6 to 33 and came up with a $50 range for the building's front door and then he also found $25 was the was the associated with the intercom system warranted at $25 there was no testimony or evidence that would say that there should be any other value and so we have just here in front of us tonight no other option I see other than to uphold the hearing examiner's decision and that's not to say that the landlord's bad it just means that the services have not been reinstated to the tenants and if the app and this new grotto system are going to be put into place then there's a process for the landlord to contact the city of West Hollywood file for a I don't remember what compliance decision the city will make the decision and then if they have complied the with the hearing order hearing examiner's order then the rents will be reinstated but until then they cannot be so that's where I'm at I'm urging the Commission to uphold the hearing examiner's decision thank you Commissioner right so I think even with the sort of lack of reasoning from the hearing officer as to how the valuations were met I think that there is sufficient evidence in the record to justify the claims that the the tenants applied that the tenants submitted to this Commission I think you know it's it's unfortunate it appears that sort of based on you know my rough calculations that to sort of fix the door at least with the last invoice that we have it was about 4k but with the rent reduction it's about $23,000 that the landlords going to have to you know sort of figure out with the rent reductions and so I would certainly recommend you know if it hasn't been sort of fully fixed to the point to where you're able to apply and for compliance for that reduction to be done that that would be done you know forthwith that way you know other repairs and things that are going on in the community are able to go forward without such a huge deficit and so with that I think I am inclined to go along with the hearing officers decision thank you Commissioner vice chair yes I'm in agreement with my fellow commissioners who have spoken so far to uphold the hearing examiners decision and just the added note I agree with what both have already said with the added note that just because some tenants have raised the issues and others haven't could possibly just be an indication that these issues are more important to some tenants than others some people receive a lot of home deliveries they have you know food delivered and 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 really need that security element of a working entrance as well as you know the ability for people to use that call box so I think that because all the tenants aren't here complaining is not representative of the validity of the tenants who did complain of their complaints thank you thank you vice chair I'll try to be quick because I agree with my fellow commissioners everything that have said is just and I thank you Commissioner Kerpis for 
you know, emphasizing that this is not a penalty to the landlord because we're not citing the landlord for a code violation or uh, this is definitely not a penalty fee. This is a reasonable, um, reasonable, reasonable discount uh, to the rent uh, based on the guidelines, suggested guidelines that are published um, that show the ranges for the services that provide the monthly value for the services. So the regulations basically states that when a tenant has suffered a discontinuance or reduction of service that is specific to the tenant's unit, and an actual monthly cost can be ascertained, and the corresponding rent reduction of rent may be calculated based on the reasonable monthly replacement cost for the service to the tenant. So uh, it's a reasonable replacement uh, cost for the lost services. And when, we, when I looked on the uh, guidelines, uh, and these are suggested guidelines, please keep in mind that the, uh, the examiner can always go above and beyond these uh, figures. So these figures are not set in stone and that the examiner is just using as a guideline. But if the examiner finds that based on the uh, certain factors, like for example the rent, uh, the, uh, the amount should be higher, the examiner has a right to do that, to make the decision. So here I believe the examiner um, uh, made a reasonable determination on the value of the monthly value of the service that was lost so I don't see excessive um, figures here. So uh, therefore, I believe that the uh, examiner's findings are correct based on the evidence um, um, provided. And I in agreement of affirming the staff's recommendation in this matter. And you as the landlord, you have a choice whether uh, you have a decision to make whether if you want to comply and fix and restore the services, then the reduction will go away for every unit. Once it's confirmed that it, the services are working and the service has been restored. If you choose not to um, uh, do anything, not to restore the services, so the rent red reduction will continue and the, this rent will become a legal uh, um, a MAR, maximum adjusted rent, and for whenever the rent increase will be applicable, you will have to use that reduced rent uh, to um, impose the annual uh, uh, adjustments. So uh, with that said, um, I would um, ask the commissioners if anyone would like to make a motion. I'll move that the, the commission adopt resolution RSC 23625, resolution of the West Hollywood Rent Stabilization Commission of the City of West Hollywood, affirming the hearing examiner's decision as to the rent decrease for application number D4699. I'll second. All right, we have a motion with second. Um, further discussion on motion? If not, Ms. Secretary, we're ready for a roll call vote. Commissioner Kirpies? Aye. Commissioner Wright? Aye. Vice Chair Ayers? Aye. Chair Topshin? Aye. Motion passes. Thank you. Uh, thank you uh, to both parties, uh, landlord and the tenant, for your um, argument tonight before the commission. If you have any questions, you may remain um, um, in the meeting, and after the meeting, you may approach staff, our staff, and ask your questions. And if you're watching online, you can contact the department. Um, 
uh, the next uh, uh, business day and, uh, and they will be able to answer your questions. So with that, I'm going to move on to our next item on the agenda, which is a new business, and I don't believe we have anything scheduled under new business. And all right, that brings us to uh, next item, which is items from staff. Uh, Mr. Manager, any additional? No, no specific items, but I also uh, just want to express my gratitude to uh, Commissioner Maggio. It's been such a pleasure working with you, and um, I will miss you, and I won't hold it against you that you didn't uh, apply again, and uh, I won't take it personally. Thank you so much for your service. Thank you. Yes, uh, uh, Mr. Natalice. Uh, thanks, Chair. I, I normally don't speak during this, but I also want to thank Commissioner Maggio um, from the very beginning of me coming in after taking over for Allison, which was, you know, big shoes for me um, to fill um, after, after she left. And Commissioner Maggio was one of the first to greet me and welcome me. Um, and we actually had a phone call um, shortly after the first meeting. And um, he reminded me that uh, we were suits and ties on this <laughs> commission. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've always been very um, um, appreciative of his um, thoughts and, and guidance and, and camaraderie and um, conversations about Italian heritage. So thank you, Commissioner Maggio. Oh, and Commissioner Maggio also has um, been very gracious and, and is actually fusilli, um, a beautiful package of fusilli, which we actually boiled the, the, the next night and ate promptly. So thank you, Commissioner Maggio, for everything. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Next is um, uh, public comment item. Any any anyone at this time lined up waiting for the comments? No public no. comments right no now. No public comments. All right. Uh, commissioners, uh, any additional comments? Uh, Commissioner uh, <laughs> Commissioner Kurpis. Is it all right if I go first and before you talk about uh, Commissioner Maggio? Is that okay? Uh, it's up to the chair. Okay. Well, I just wanted to say that, um, first of all, before I get into more serious stuff, uh, I did want to applaud the, uh, the work that the landlord's doing at the property that was just in front of us tonight. Um, I know that it's probably very... Uh, Frustrating that um, they are dinged on something when they're trying to do make great uh, uh, betterments or improvements to the building. Um, but hopefully, after tonight, they'll understand a little bit more about how our how our process works. One of my uh, most difficult decisions I ever made on this commission was the very first night I was here, and Commissioner Maggio may remember that in 2008. My first decision in front of us t that night was uh, a brand new owner had purchased a building. Uh, come to find out, the, the tenants had been overpaying rent for several years, and it was before we had in place a three-year rule um, to, uh, we only allow now to go back three years. Back then, there was no limit, so it was back to the beginning of each tenancy or whenever the issue came up. It came out to uh, over $27,000 the landlord had to pay, or, or, yeah, pay, I guess, back to the tenants. And uh, it was a situation where the landlord had done nothing wrong but 
they were responsible because they are the ones that, um, you know, they're, they're better situated. The way our rules work is they are better situated to recoup that money from the previous owner than each of the tenants are. Um, but it was still difficult and um, just wanted to mention that. Uh, on another note, um, I will not be here in a, uh, at the next meeting on April 27th as I'll be traveling to Oregon to attend my aunt's funeral. Um, some of you may remember meeting my aunt when she and uh, my mom sat here in the audience uh, attending a couple of our meetings over the years while visiting me here in West Hollywood. And on April 4th, um, after a lengthy battle with cancer, she passed away. And uh, she did pass away peacefully and on her own terms in her own home and surrounded by family. And Mr. Chair, I respectfully ask the commission to adjourn tonight's meeting in memory of my aunt, Carol Ann Turner. Sure. Um, um, I want Commissioner Wright to speak the last, so if you can save your comments and uh, Vice Chair, any, any comments at this time? Um, no, just since our last meeting, I attended a meeting of the Transgender Advisory Board. And Richard, um, maybe in the uh, not-so-distant future, the two of us can come back and kibitz at one of the meetings here and, <laughs> and uh, have a sit in the peanut gallery. <laughs> Thank you, Vice Chair. And it was a surprise to me. I was not at a meeting. Uh, last, uh, uh, the last meeting, and when I read the minutes, and I said, "Wow, I, I didn't, I didn't expect that." Um, uh, it's, it's, you know, I, we've been working only for um, short, right, a few years, but a short, short period for a few, for a few years. But um, you, you've been really terrific on this commission, and your um, questions, your thoughts, your arguments. Um, are, uh, were very important to the uh, discussion that we had on various topics, not just on appeal, um, appeals ma appeal matters. We also served together on the task force to uh, uh, amend the uh, uh, regulations and, and the guidelines, the guidelines that we were uh, discussing today. Um, so you've played a really terrific role in that, and that's, uh, that's important also to mention uh, that work that you've done only in just a few years that you've been on the commission. I really enjoyed working with you and for the few months that you've been the vice chair, and uh, thank you for covering for me uh, the last meeting, and I appreciate that. I truly enjoyed uh, uh, you know, sitting next to you and working with you, so I wish you good luck. Uh, with your next uh, whatever there would be um, uh, opportunity for you to serve on the commission. Uh, and uh, I'd like to ask Commissioner Wright for, uh, to make uh, the comments before we adjourn the meeting. Okay, thank you. Uh, where do we start, Commissioner Maggio? Uh, before my first meeting, I texted you and said, I'm nervous, and you said, good, with an exclamation <laughs> mark. Um, and, and I was like, well, thank you for being so encouraging, and um, you just thanked me later on for wearing a tie to the meeting. So I, I really cherish you, um, not only as a friend, but uh, as a commissioner. Uh, there have been times where I had questions about, you know, what an NOI is and just so many other things, and you were always, um, in your way, very um, kind about responding to it, always with a little sarcasm, but always with love, and so I do appreciate that about you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, outside of these, you know, chambers that you're just a genuinely um, good person, you're a, an honest person, um, and you are so sincere. 
Um, I remember throughout my campaign, you would text me that you lit a candle for me while you were you know, at service, uh, and you bought me gloves on one of your vacations. And so I'm certainly going to miss you know, sitting next to you where we can sort of talk about some of those things as uh, we talk about also just mass and all of the things that you're doing uh, in the community. Um, and I'll just say also on, on a personal note, one of the things I'm gonna miss is I know each time we leave the meeting, um, you walk down San Vicente, um, to um, to Melrose or you know crossing Melrose um, and your your mom's trees on, on that corner and I you know sort of secretly have seen you a couple times sort of you know um, pay respect to it whether it's blowing a kiss or something and I think that that's just the the sweetest thing and I, and it always brought me joy knowing that after the meeting you know I would be able to to see you just have that sort of very intimate moment um, and so I will certainly. Um, continue to call you and tell you that I'm nervous so I can get a snarky response, um, but I certainly will miss your, your guidance and counsel um, sitting next to me uh, during the meetings, but uh, Maggio Mondays is, is on and popping. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. All right, that uh, concludes our uh, tonight's agenda items, and uh, I'm gonna adjourn this meeting in the memory of Commissioner Kripis' aunt, Carol Ann Turner. And the next meeting of the Rent Civilization Commission will be held on Thursday, April 27, 27, 2023, at 7 p.m. here in West Hollywood Park, public meeting room, council chambers. Thank you and good night.